0: You're listening to Breaking the Silence, a podcast by Reach 10, where we're creating a culture of courage, compassion, and connection to overcome the shame, silence, and fear that often surrounds topics such as sexuality and pornography. We're your hosts, Chriselle Simons and Creed Orm.
1: Welcome, listeners, to Breaking the Silence. Today, we have Marissa Hannig with us today, and we're really looking forward to what we have to talk about, which is respect and how sexuality, we believe, is talked too much without the respect it deserves and not enough with the respect it deserves. So we're super grateful to have Marissa with us today to talk about what that means and talk about how she's learned what respect for herself, for partners, for children, in general means, in regards to healthy sexuality and pornography, how that, how that comes into play in our lives. So thank you so much, Marissa, for joining us today. Say hello, and if you can introduce yourself a little bit, that would be awesome.
2: Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real treat to be with you. So I am Marissa Hanig. I am 22 years old. I am a young single adult in Provo, Utah. I grew up in Pleasant Grove, Utah, and a few years ago, my family moved to Hawaii. So that's been an adventure. Exciting. <laughs> um, since then, I served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Germany, and now I am going to BYU in Provo to hopefully get into the marketing program. And I was an intern for... Uh, reach 10 uh, for BYU's on-campus internship. So I helped a little bit with uh, getting this podcast up and going. And so it's, again, it's a real treat to to be back here and participate in the podcast.
0: We are so excited to have you (laughs) on the podcast and so grateful for your help in getting this started. It has been such a fun journey. We've all learned so much (laughs) and some of the content that we've been able to create actually all of the content that we've been able to create is really just awesome. And a lot of that is thanks to you. So thank you. Ah, You're you're welcome. So tell us a little bit about maybe your experiences with pornography or what like led you to be interested in pornography and healthy sexuality.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like in some respects my experience with pornography may be typical of, of many people. I remember... You know, getting involved with pornography when I was, you know, about 11 or 12. I remember a distinct memory when I was in seventh grade. Um, I was in a computer class and there was a poster on the wall that said something like, Integrity um, is the same color in the light as it is in the dark. And I remember like getting a really horrible feeling because because I dabbled a little bit in pornography and I wasn't proud of it and it didn't make me feel very good. And I guess I had experiences with pornography through middle school, through high school. I didn't have a very severe problem in the way that it never ever made me feel like I was a horrible person. It just made me feel a little bad but it never affected my relationships with other people. I was always a happy, smiling girl, always funny, always getting good grades. It never affected, again, my relationships, Um, but it did kind of change the atmosphere in my mind. And in that regard, uh, it did change my life, and it did change the way I thought in, in negative ways, even though you couldn't see it on the outside. And I was uh, chatting a little bit with Vana, the director of Reach 10 how because it didn't affect me in outward negative ways that perhaps my experience with pornography was atypical. But then as we were talking, like if I didn't show any outward indicators that I had problems with pornography, how many people around us may have problems that we just can't see. And so I hope that my experience can help other people even if they if they aren't showing any signs of struggling i think that we all can learn and grow together i know that because of my experiences with pornography i've i've learned new ways to be happy that i probably wouldn't have learned without my experiences with pornography and so I know that any bad experience we have in life, whether it be with pornography or not, that we can redirect it into something more beautiful and more amazing than, than we expect it can be now. And I'm, I'm just super thankful for where I am now. And I'm thankful to be here and share a little bit of my experiences.
1: Thank you so much. So good to hear your background and where you're coming from and why you're passionate about healthy sexuality and for your help with Reach 10. I think it's amazing to hear everybody's story because everybody's story is different. And you're, you're talking a little bit, reminding me of the hymn that we sing in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints quite often. I can't remember what it's called, but in the quiet heart is hidden sorrow that the eye can't see, right? So despite the fact that you weren't displaying quite outwardly negative consequences of pornography, it still definitely had an impact on you. And um, it's important for us to recognize that everybody's involvement with pornography looks a little different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really looking forward to your thoughts on, on all this. So can you start us off with what does it exactly mean that we need to give sexuality more of the respect it deserves because it's not given as much as it should have?
2: That's a great question. I feel like people in general deserve a lot of respect, kind of what we were talking about before, that we don't know what's going on in other people's heads. The quote that I read recently is to know all is to forgive all. If we really understand people, then we should give them a little more respect, even forgiveness. I guess with my experiences, I've, I've learned that people deserve more respect than we often give. And concerning sexuality and pornography, I think that it's important to recognize the respect that we give to our partners, to our future children, our children in general, and to ourselves. I think that the relationships that we have are some of the most valuable things that we can have in this life. And by having respect for other people, especially concerning sexuality, which is such a sensitive subject that, you know, not having the respect can make a world of difference. But having that respect for sexuality and for sex, for sexual intimacy, that also can make a world of difference
0: really love that. And I'm really excited to kind of dive into a couple of the, the topics that you brought up. The first one being, what does it look like to have respect for the other people in our lives, specifically our spouse or our future spouse, or even like the people that we are dating or will date in the future? Yeah,
2: um, I like to think about this by using contrasting examples. So a lot in the media, even in our personal lives with people that we know, with friends and with family, people kind of treat temporarily like um, this is something that we have now, but if it doesn't work out, we can just, you know, throw it away, we can find somebody new. But I think that if we pay the respect we deserve and other people deserve, then we You shouldn't treat relationships like that. They're not something to be messed with. They're um, something really, really special. So these days, people may have casual sex because they find it exciting not to be committed to somebody. They find it exciting that they can have this gratification without holding on to this person and staying with them forever. They can explore. They can have fun. But if you contrast that with somebody who you truly love with somebody who you've been on many adventures with, you've gone through so many challenges with, and there's so many more to come. And you look that person in the eye and you see somebody who would do so much for you. They would do hard things for you. I think that that is something powerful to be with somebody that truly loves you and is truly committed to you. And if you take that and you're committed to them by way of marriage, and now I think that sex is one of the best things that you can have to strengthen that relationship because that relationship is is a triumph. It's something that's not easily found in the world.
1: <laughs> Beautifully said. Yes. So much of what you said is, I believe, what true love, real love really is, right? Respecting another person. It's a type of love that's giving. Obviously in a marriage relationship, most of the time there'll be give and take, right? It's an interdependent relationship. I love this idea of, of this true type of love. I would really like to quote this rabbi who has this really cool story. I don't know if you've heard it, Marissa. He equates this kind of bad love to fish love is what he says. He talks about this story where there's this young man who talks to an elderly man and says, "'I love fish.'" And the adult man is like, oh, you love fish? That's why you took it out of the water, killed it, and boiled it? That's that's how you give love to it? Is that, is that how you do it? And he just goes on to say that you took that fish, killed it, and boiled it because it gave something for yourself. But real love, the most divine aspect of it, is when we give of ourselves to another person and we want a love of giving. So and I think what we learn in pornography is that it's more like fish love, where we just kind of take and don't have to sacrifice anything. Don't go through anything painful to help give something to this person, right? It's just we're using people on a screen. So thank you for describing what that respect looks like.
0: Yeah, you are welcome. So you mentioned having respect for future generations. What does that look like?
2: I'm not a mom, (laughs) I'm not even close to being a mom, no boyfriends, no nothing yet. (laughs) Um, But when I become a mom, I just imagine me looking into those little eyes of theirs and seeing everything in there, seeing so much potential. That's what I know it will be like. And when I think of sex and sexual intimacy being the channel to bring these powerful little beings into this world, I know that we've heard it many times before but this power sexual intimacy is is something sacred. I know that having this respect should start with ourselves and with our partners and then this respect should should radiate from us.
1: Love that. So what I hear is that you believe that sexuality deserves so much respect for one because it can create these children, right? And these children have superb potentials, potentials to become amazing people. And so you touched upon a little bit respect for ourselves. Could you talk a little bit about more of that?
2: Yeah. I, I guess I just want to ask the listeners, do you feel that you have a lot of potential? I know that each one of us has the potential to do so much good in our lives. It doesn't matter how small or how big it is. The impact is real. I think that what really helped me lose the desire to consume pornography is simply the thought, that's not who I want to become. I thought to myself, who do I want to become? I want to be a person who always respects other people, who forgives, who loves, and they think If I were to continue consuming pornography, then I would be disrespecting the people who were in those videos or who were in those pictures. I'd be disrespecting myself because, you know, like I said earlier, pornography really affected the atmosphere in in my head. So I'd be disrespecting myself. And thoughts may lead to actions and those actions may hurt other people. And um, I think that it just all starts with you and who you want to become, what you want to do, what kind of impact you want to make be someone powerful and to make a real impact. And it just starts when you honestly think to yourself who you want to become.
0: Amen. I think that was so beautifully said and so accurate. And I think often We go through experiences in life that cause us to forget that, unfortunately. We forget who we can become. And when we no longer have a vision of that, we no longer have an idea of that, it becomes really difficult to change. I really love how you said that when we remember that, when we come back and tap into that, we are able to come back to a place of power, back to a place of choice even. So beautifully said, Marissa, beautifully said. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners from your experiences or things that you've learned?
2: Yeah. um, There's one thing that I've been thinking about with my experience of, you know, viewing pornography and thinking to myself, that's not who I want to become. I can't tell you how many times that exact sentence has helped me in, in other situations. I have a really silly example of when I was just walking to school and usually I take the elevator and I was like, Hmm, I think a person who takes the stairs is who I want to become. <laughs> and like, you know, it it didn't make a huge impact, but I can see myself faced with tough decisions and decisions whose outcomes may not be seen by other people. And I say to myself, a person who is honest and a person who has integrity is who I want to become. Even if I make the right decision and nobody sees my right decision, I'll be so proud of myself because that's who I'm becoming, even if nobody else sees it. And I think that who we are becoming is the, the greatest asset and the greatest gift that we have.
0: Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that and for sharing all of your beautiful thoughts and ideas with us. I think that there's so much to be said about respect and sexuality.
1: And you thank you, Thank you so much for the challenge that you've given us all to take some time and think about who we really want to be. And with that vision in mind of who we want to become, it can be powerful to make changes in our lives. So thank you for that challenge. You are welcome.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to Breaking the Silence by Reach 10. Help us create a new culture of connection by sharing what you heard today with at least 10 people. Please help us reach more young adults by going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Reach 10 is a nonprofit. You can help support this podcast by donating on our website and following us on social media. We share these views to open the dialogue on these tough issues. We are not professionals and the ideas shared on this podcast should not be taken as professional advice. The opinions and views that our hosts and guests share do not necessarily reflect the views of Reach 10 and we don't guarantee the accuracy of any statements you hear. Reach 10 is not responsible for your use of information heard on this podcast. We keep learning and invite you to join us as we build a more open, compassionate, and courageous culture.